Entrepreneur on Fire 650. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. You know those really busy days when smart snacking isn't easy? With the convenience of NatureBox, it's always easy. Visit naturebox.com slash fire to receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. Did you know that at lynda.com you can watch video course content on your computer, laptop, or mobile device? Get access to the entire library free for seven days by visiting lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. Fire Nation in the house. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Corey Huff. Corey, are you prepared to ignite? Let's do it! Yes! (laughs) Corey is the founder and chief monster hunter at TheAbundantArtist.com, where he teaches artists how to dispel the myth of the starving artist by learning to sell their art online. Corey, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me today, yeah. John. It's, uh, it's really fun. I love what, you, what you've got going on over here. And uh, Fire Nation certainly an awesome group of people <laughs> to, to be associated with. Thanks. So thank you for this opportunity. Um, a little bit about myself. So I grew up uh, in, a, in a trailer park in Utah and uh, dreamed someday of becoming a famous artist or a famous actor. And I, uh, you know, acted ever since I was a little kid and I went to college and got a BFA in theater and I still, uh, I still do that. I still perform on stage and uh, I do storytelling uh, shows all over uh, the Pacific Northwest. And, uh, and along the way, while I was trying to figure out what else I was going to do with my life, I had started this little side blog while I was working at an internet marketing firm. And uh, I, I just started blogging about how creative people can make money, right? Because my whole life I've been around uh, actors and artists and singers and other creative people. Right. And I started thinking after I got out of college, like, okay, how are all the creative people making money? Like, how are we going to do this? And so I started interviewing creative people from all over the world and, uh, and asking them how they were making it happen. And the abundantartist.com grew into this thing where people started asking me to uh, start teaching internet marketing lessons because I was, I, I knew internet marketing from my job. And, uh, it was just a little side project that sort of grew into something that was big enough that I needed to, to leave my day job and, and go, uh, visual artists, painters, and sculptors. And I teach them about internet marketing and turning their art into a real business. Um, it's really fun. And it, it, for me, the most, the best part of it is, is seeing people who have a creative passion, turn that into their life's work and be able to, to inspire other people with the, the art that they make. Fire Nation, Corey has started this interview off by dropping some value bombs. I mean, he took that Napoleon Hill method where he decided to be an apprentice. He called people who were already rocking and rolling in the industry and just asked them, how you doing it? And believe me, people who are successful love sharing why they're successful. It's just part of this journey and the entrepreneurial mindset of giving back, of paying it forward. So Fire Nation, focus on the opportunities of being an apprentice and what you've done, 
Corey, that I love is that you invested in yourself. And Fire Nation doesn't always mean you're investing money by buying courses. You invest in yourself with time by reaching out to people and learning from them. And then you actually did do that second thing. You learned. You learned what they were doing. And then the third step, Corey, that you took that so few people take is that you then turned around and started sharing. You started being that person who was teaching, who was being that person now with experience and credibility in the industry because you had learned so much. So, I mean, we could stop the interview now, Fire Nation. You could go off and literally do some great things with what Corey's already shared. But we got you for like about another 25 minutes, Corey. So I'm going to make the most out of this. And we always start Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So Corey... Take it away. The, this quote that I want to share with you comes from an interview that I did with an artist by the name of Anne Ray. Um, Anne was working a marketing day job and she decided to go full time with her art. And uh, she turned her art into a $100,000 business in the first year. And when we were talking, uh, we came up with this quote that, said, uh, that is, the starving artist is a myth. And uh, that that quote became the tagline of my website, and it's something that all of uh, the Abundant Artist readers and, and our podcast listeners love uh, repeating because there's so many artists out there who are making a great living doing what they do, uh, but society has this idea that in order to be a great artist, you need to starve, and it's just not true. Uh, and this, this idea of the starving artist uh, starts with... Uh, or one of the early progenitors of the idea is this guy named Henry Merger, who was a writer in France in the, in the late 1800s. And Henry, uh, he lived in the Bohemian quarter in Paris and he, uh, was, was a writer, but not a very successful one. And his, his one big hit was a book about him and all of his other poor artist friends. <laughs> and the book was called a day in the life of the Bohemian and it followed him and him and these other friends around and through their lives of poverty. And the book was a big hit. And so all of the French nobility and the upper class uh, French people started dressing like poor people as a, as a way of being cool. Um, and, and they started uh, hanging out with all the poor people. And this uh, book sort of took on a life of its own. It became a famous play. And then it became a famous opera called La Bohème. Uh, which most people have probably heard of, which uh, eventually got turned into the musical Rent, which was a huge success. And so, so people in, in general in society, they see these stories about the struggling artist and they romanticize that idea. But the truth is that art is like any other business or profession. If you treat it like a business, uh, it will grow into something that can be very financially rewarding as well as rewarding in other ways. I love that mentality, Corey, and I love that mindset that perception can so be reality. And if you want to live by that perception that every artist is a starving artist, and that will be your reality, but if you want to flip that on its head, you have that ability as well. So, Corey, let's now turn the spotlight to you and your journey specifically, because we've all been on a roller coaster of emotions, of successes, of failures, and we're going to talk about one story in particular right now a failure that you've gone through at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. So Corey, choose that failure. Take us there. Tell us that story in the first person. And of course, the lessons you learned. Yeah, sure. So I, I often feel like business failures are not, um, they're not really failures. You know, if you, if you let them stop you, then maybe it becomes a failure. But for me, the biggest failures have always been uh, personal failures because they tend to get in the way of everything. Right. Uh, and, Early, earlier in my life, uh, I mentioned that I grew up in a trailer park. I, I grew up in a family that 
uh, my, my parents were alcoholics and, and we had some pretty tough times when I was growing up. And so when I got married, I didn't know what a, what a good marriage looked like. And so in order to explore that idea, I started a blog called a good husband.net and it's not there anymore. You can't see it, but, uh, that blog while, while gaining a, a, a little bit of a following, I could never figure out how to make money from it. And I ran it for almost three years, uh, trying to grow it and, and make money at it. And I kept persisting at it, even though I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know how to turn it into a money-making opportunity. And, it, and, and I got myself in situations where women were coming to me and asking me for like marriage counseling, basically. <laughs> and I really was in just way over my head. Um, but I didn't, you know, I kept persisting with it because I didn't want to, I didn't want to fail. And, uh, eventually when I shut it down, um, that was when I made room in my life for the abundant artist and the thing that I'm doing now. Uh, so I, you know, if I were going to chalk that up, it was the, the failure there is not recognizing when something wasn't working and, and having the, the bravery to shut it down. Corey, there's a lot of things you can pull out of that and a lot of directions you can go because you obviously learned a lot of incredibly valuable lessons during those three years of Mm -hmm. building and creating a failed business that you applied to the abundant artist to make it the success that it is today. What would Mm -hmm. be the one that you would want Fire Nation to implement those listeners right now that are trying to build their audience, their online presence? What's one thing that you want them to walk away with? Probably the biggest takeaway that I that I re- that I recognized there was not building a list. Ooh. You know, I had a blog, but I did, I wasn't getting people on a mailing list, so I had no way of reaching out to my audience. I had no way of really offering them a product or or any of that kind of stuff. People just read my blog when they felt like it, and I had no way of corresponding with them directly. Uh, that was probably the biggest uh, hurdle. The the thing that turned the abundant artist into a real business was was starting that list. Grow your email list, Fire Nation. We've heard it before. It is so powerful. Know who your audience is. Know who that avatar is. Sit down. Spend some significant time creating a great opt-in giveaway that will add value to your avatar. So when they come and they say, oh my God, I love the top 12 resources that today's most successful entrepreneurs recommend. That makes so much sense to me. They will opt in. They will give you their email address for that ebook, for that gift that you've created. Start building that list. That is yours. You own it. You don't own your Facebook page. You don't own your Twitter followers. You own your email list. And Corey, let's transition now. Let's talk about an aha moment that you've had, a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. You just shared with us that struggle you went through and how you've applied those past failures to your current success. But I want to talk about that that light bulb that just really burst inside you. You said, wow, this is me. This is Corey Huff. This is my authentic self. What is that story, Corey? And what steps did you take from that moment of having that idea to turn it into success? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things that I could have talked about here. Um, but I think one that really comes to mind is earlier this year, we launched version two of our flagship course, which is content marketing for artists. And we teach artists about inbound marketing and, uh, how to take advantage of search engines and social media and that kind of stuff. And when we were launching the course, uh, you know, we, we put out a sales page and we sent out an email to our list and told everybody, Hey, come sign up for this course. And it was an eight week, uh, live course with myself and, uh, it was somewhat, somewhat expensive for the people on my list, but, 
uh, the initial launch, the initial didn't go very well. Uh, it, it sort of, yeah, but we didn't really get any sales at all. And so I started just sort of out of desperation. I asked the people on my list, Hey, you know, you, you said you, you guys told me that you wanted a course like this. Uh, uh, and we did it last year and everybody had good feedback. So why aren't you buying it now? And they came back and said, uh, we don't know what, what's in the course. Uh, we we want to know what we're going to be doing on a day-to-day basis for eight weeks. And I went, oh, okay. Well, I, and then I put together uh, basically a syllabus. And I said, you know, okay, so these days we're going to cover this and these days we're going to cover this. And uh, sent that out to the list and sales exploded. We, we filled up the course. Uh, it was the best launch I've ever had. And uh, we made a, a bunch of money and we got a, 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 we really had a great impact on people. And uh, there was it was a big success in other ways too, uh, because since I was able to tell people what we were doing up front, people cleared their calendars. Uh, the the people who signed up for the course showed up ready to go and ready to uh, ready to work hard. Uh, we had more people complete the course lot this year than than completed it last year, and uh, a lot of people have been really uh, excited and enthusiastic and told their friends about it. So uh, I think the the big takeaway for me was asking my audience what they want and giving it to them, which seems so incredibly stupidly simple, but I think it's a a step that a lot of people miss. Ask your audience what they want and then give it to them, Fire Nation. And for me, one of that takeaways is for a lot of the listeners, Corey, who are just tuning in right now and they're saying, you know, but I don't have necessarily a product or a service that I can even really reveal to them right now because I'm a little earlier in the game. And that may be for some of the listeners right now. And my response to them, Corey, is to say, listen, when you do have your listeners or your readers or whatever audience that you are creating right now, reach out to you and say, hey, Corey, love the podcast today. Hey, John, that blog post today was great. Or tweeting you or Facebook messaging you. Respond with the question, what is the one thing that you are struggling with most right now? Listen to those answers, Fire Nation. That can be your next product that your audience is already telling you that they need. And then like Corey did, you can test it by creating even just the wireframe of it, revealing what that will be, and then start collecting those sales with people are actually proving that concept. So Corey, I want to move forward now into another moment in time because you've been telling some really valuable and some great stories right down at that ground level and I want to keep it there. I want to be with you during this moment in time. Share with us your proudest entrepreneurial moment. You know what? My proudest entrepreneurial moment probably happened last week. Whoa. Um, and <laughs> and uh, it was really fun. It was actually just a couple days ago, just Saturday. Um, so a good friend of ours uh, was over at, at our apartment and she asked me, we were having a conversation about uh, plans and what we're going to do in the future. And she said, you know, if you could do anything you wanted and money was no object, what would you do? And I, I, I thought about it for just like a half a second and then I blurted out what I'm doing right now. Whoa. And, and I realized, holy cow, I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed. Um, my, for those of you who don't know, uh, my wife and I are getting ready to move to Paris, France. Uh, we leave in just over three weeks. And my business has grown to the point where you know I can work from anywhere, which is great, but, but we can afford to do things like go to Europe for a little while. We're going to go and live over there for a year. So cool. And 
it, it's not, I'm not so excited about that for, for myself, but for what it means for the people that read my blog and, and work with me, you know, it means that people are having success and telling their friends about what we do, that artists are getting to pursue their creative work and influence people with their creative work. Um, and all of that flows back to wealth and abundance for me, which gives my wife and I opportunities to do things like go to Paris. So Kate and I just took an amazing vacation last month. We went to Paris as one of our five stops, Paris, Barcelona, Cinque Terre, Lugano, and Prague. And nice. when we were there, Corey, I don't know if you know Jason um, Van Orden and Jeremy Franson of Internet mm-hmm. Business Mastery, but yeah. we actually went and had an amazing dinner up at Montmore or Montsur or whatever the name of it is, up overlooking the entire city, uh, the entire cityscape of, of Paris when we were out there because he, his wife, and his two-year-old daughter just moved out there, Jason Van Orden, about mm-hmm. four months ago, and they did that just because they could and they wanted to experience something different because they're running that location-independent lifestyle. So you guys should definitely exchange emails and link up while you're out there uh, being a couple online entrepreneurs yourselves but it's just exciting, Fire Nation, what can happen when you really do follow that passion, bust your hump, work hard, listen to your audience, create value, and then create this business that you know, like, and trust, and love. And Corey, what I want to do now is talk about, just for a minute, your philosophy of the entrepreneurial journey, because you're experiencing the success that you are right now. You just made this great revelation to yourself and others that if you could be doing anything, you'd be doing what you'd be doing right now. Nothing would change. So mm-hmm. it wasn't always that way, though. You've had some no. struggles. You've had some tough times. You've gone through that roller coaster of emotions. And we all do that as entrepreneurs. So there's these ups and these downs that we have to deal with. Talk to us about your philosophy, Corey, of the entrepreneurial journey and specifically the ways that we can try to keep some semblance, some semblance of a balance. So for myself, a big part of the the thing that keeps me centered is my faith. Um, I, you know, I I won't preach or anything, but uh, I have a, I'm very active in my faith. Uh, I'm a, I'm a volunteer minister for my church and I I do, I teach uh, 16 and 17 year olds in Sunday school and I think that gives me perspective on what's actually important. Uh, you know, like it's important for me to be working with artists and making money and doing all of that, but uh, focusing on helping people and giving service uh, and realizing that my self-worth is not how much money I make or how big I grow my company, uh, but understanding that my relationship with my wife and my relationship with uh, a higher power and the, and the rest of humanity is the thing that's actually important. Um, and, and that helps me keep centered on and, and focused in my business too. You know, if I'm looking at the business and saying, where can I make the most impact? Uh, for me, the biggest impact is how can I help more people um, have better lives? And I, I try to make most of my business decisions from that perspective. Powerful. So Corey, let's bring things to present times. Let's talk about you today. You have a lot of things going on. You're going to be moving to Paris at some point. You're releasing new courses. All these cool things are happening. But if you could just share with Fire Nation the one thing that has you most fired up today, what is it? 
getting to try a whole bunch of new food in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Cafe Senis, C-E-N-I-S. You must mm-hmm. go. Nice. Uh, I'm such a foodie. And uh, beyond that, I think it's it's helping more artists. I have this uh, goal that I talk about with uh, the abundant artists all the time. We want to turn a thousand artists into entrepreneurs. Uh, and and we... <laughs> We've done a fair number of them so far. Yeah, I was going to say, how about for 2014 alone? That sounds like a good plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's really fun to... The, the, the thing that most entrepreneurs struggle with is I don't know what to sell, right? Like I don't have a product. Um, or maybe not most, but a lot of entrepreneurs. I don't have a product. I don't have a good idea. Every artist has 10 good ideas or 100 good ideas. And so the fun thing is is when you turn on that that switch for the artist and help them understand like the basics of marketing, the basics of business, they go crazy. You know, they, they turn around and, and just blow things up um, because they're just so naturally creative and, and just having those basic business skills really takes them to the next level. And that for me is really fun. So Corey, we've been going through a lot of things in this interview, in our chat today. We've developed a lot of themes, a lot of perception is reality, miss, we've burst those bubbles. And to be honest with you, I've really liked the direction it's gone because for Fire Nation, you need to realize that in the industry that you're in and the niche that you have chosen and that tribe that you've decided to lead, like Corey's decided to lead the artists and the quote unquote starving artists, which should be that myth that needs to be debunked. I want you to think for your own tribe, Fire Nation, how are you going to lead and what are you going to create? And Corey, we're about to enter the lightning round, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Personally, I work from a desktop computer 99% of the time. I know I'm probably in the minority when it comes to online business owners because a huge benefit that comes with being an online entrepreneur is that you can work from anywhere you want, a cafe, a beach, or a cabin in the mountains. If one of these is your favorite spots to get things done, then you're likely working on a laptop or some type of mobile device. It's pretty incredible that we can still have everything that we need available at our fingertips, even video course content from lynda.com. Whether you're looking for video courses that cover Adobe Creative Cloud, MS Office, or QuickBooks, lynda.com can help you stay current in an efficient and productive way. I'm excited to share the special offer that I've worked out with lynda.com to give you Fire Nation access to the entire library free for seven days. Visit lynda.com slash fire today. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. Every Monday, I do eight interviews, which makes for a pretty busy day. These are the days when it's most convenient to grab snacks that are quick and easy, but I'm also big into nutrition, and we all know that snacking can sometimes be anything but nutritious. That's why I love NatureBox. NatureBox is a subscription service that offers automated delivery of delicious and nutritious snacks on a monthly basis straight to your front door. They even throw in the shipping for free. Some of my personal NatureBox favorites are the bite-sized cranberry almond bites and the whole wheat figgy bar. I've been searching for a smart snacking option with strict quality standards for a long time. And Fire Nation, I finally found it thanks to NatureBox. Since subscribing, I haven't had to worry about smarter snacking. It's a given. NatureBox has a special offer just for you, Fire Nation. Visit naturebox.com slash fire and receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. Corey, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing 
answers. Sound like a plan? Yeah, let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Knowledge. Um, I've I, ever since I was a teenager, I've wanted to do things my own way and uh, be my own boss and run my own life. Uh, it was figuring out how to run a business that was the thing that was holding me back. What is the best advice you've ever received? Ask questions. Uh, the thing that got me where I'm at, even when I was in college, I would call up you know, the head of departments or people who ran companies, I would call them up and say, Hey, uh, I'm a college student and I think <laughs> I want to do what you do for a living. So can you tell me about it? And, uh, people would laugh at my audacity. Uh, but most of the time they would totally be willing to sit with me on the phone for a few minutes or even meet me for coffee or lunch and just tell me how they did what they did. And I talked to everybody from, uh, you know, financial planners to insurance agents to, uh, you know, underwater welders to all kinds of people. Um, I just asked a lot of questions and that habit, uh, eventually led me to meeting some people at a conference who, who were internet marketers and they showed me how to build a list and just the very basic concepts of, you know, uh, opt-in offers and list building and email marketing. And, and that was, uh, all came from just asking a lot of questions. Corey, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Daily meditation and prayer. Uh, taking a step away from busyness uh, for the sake of being busy and remembering what's actually important, getting centered in my life and acting from that place. Corey, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? Pocket. Uh, so, so one of the things that happens when you work online all day is people send you articles and funny videos and things <laughs> like that. Uh, it's such a distraction and it's, it takes up mental space and it interrupts you. I throw things into pocket, um, and they have a, a web browser, uh, button that you, uh, that you're a tool an add on, whatever it's called. Um, you just hit the button and it drops it in, into pocket. And then when I am standing in line at the grocery store or walking down the street, I can whip out my smartphone and, uh, open the pocket app and uh, start looking at the articles and funny images and videos that my friends are sending me. And then I can still keep up on all of it and share it uh, right from that app, but I don't have to be interrupted in my daily workflow. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Corey Huff. Corey, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? It would be Napoleon's, Napoleon Hill's uh, Think, oh boy, uh, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. Thank you. I <laughs> blanked on that. Uh, I read it was the first business book I ever read, and the idea of a mastermind group and the idea of uh, envisioning your success were two things that I still uh, practice to this day. Love it. Well, something you've been talking about the last couple answers to, which this book just puts an exclamation point on, is being an apprentice, being willing to reach out to people who are where you want to be and just ask them, can I learn from you? I'm not looking for a job. I don't want you to have to pay me anything to work for you. I just want to apprentice for you to learn and to just go through that meaning and that success and that validation that you've got to at that point in your life. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. 
Com. And Corey, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would start by walking to the largest uh, population center that I could find. And from there, I would just ask everybody, um, you know, what is the thing like, what is the most important thing on your mind right now? And what would you do about it? And I would just walk, I'd talk to as many people as I could. And I would uh, sleep under bridges and sleep uh, on the street if necessary. No, your food and shelter is taken care of, Corey. Oh, food and shelter is taken care of, right. Stop Uh, stop with that starving artist mentality, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, okay, so food and shelter was taken care of. Then I would just just start talking to people and say, what is the biggest thing? What is your biggest concern? I'm imagining a crazy alien environment where I wouldn't know. (laughs) It's identical Uh, to Earth, Corey. Okay. I would turn around and and I would ask everybody, what's the biggest thing on your mind? Uh, What's your biggest concern and how would you handle it? And then I would find a way to bring those people together uh, and uh, present to them the solution that they gave me and ask them, you know, how can I help you make this happen? And then work together with them uh, to, to implement that solution. So, Corey, thank you for being so inspiring with Fire Nation today. And let's end with you giving us just one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. You can find me at theabundantartist.com, which is uh, the center of my blog and where all of our activities are. My one parting piece of advice would be whatever you're doing with your life, have fun doing it. Uh, you know, life is too short to be doing things that you hate. Uh, figure out what you want to do and then, uh, you know, pursue it every day, even if you just have to take little steps every day. So Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you started off with Corey and myself. So keep up the heat. And Corey, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've been talking about in today's episode by going to eofire.com, typing Corey in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. And Corey, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks a lot, John. Veterans, are you interested in owning your own business? Join me, Antonio Centeno, and Tom Morks, all successful entrepreneurs and veterans, as we talk about what it takes to build your own business from scratch by leveraging the skills you developed while serving your country. And you'll have the support of a community of veterans that are committed to helping you succeed. Visit HighSpeedElite.com. That's HighSpeedElite.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 